I am Priya Sutteva, used to training Daddy Show. Your journey to connect with ideas, tools, experiences, and people, and get a deeper understanding of the world around you starts now. I believe everyone has a story, and we all can learn from each other's experiences. It's all about how you can use your life as a class. Today, I'm in conversation with Raj Singh, who's a producer and promoter with over 10 years of experience in the music and media industry. His wealth of experience has enabled him to establish strong connections. and being wise over the years marketing continues to be adaptive yet to be truly creative and offer something different and worthwhile need to be deliberately to do activities that make the creators difference though with this episode better focus on how you can strategize your perspective on spreading your ideas business or service as a creator as a broadcaster or a musician anything that you can imagine now let's tune in Hey Raj, how are you? Hey Priya, um, I'm really good. Um, I'm actually excellent, to be fair. How are you? I'm good. It's good to see you, and uh, thank you so much for being on Training Diary. It's lovely to have you. Thank you for having me. Um, it's um, it's kind of ironic that we're on Clubhouse, I think, in one of the same rooms, and it's kind of <laughs> nice to network with people and uh, just trying to connect like this. So thank you, thank you for approaching me as well. So first of all, Raj, one thing I'm always curious to know about the people I meet that why you do what you do, what's your purpose, how did you start it? So, so what's the mission? What's the picture? Okay, so basically, um, I'm the founder of Exclusive PR, and um, I'm also the director, and I'm the head of public relations. So, mm-hmm. the reason why I decided to launch my agency was because I was already doing PR before I launched my company. So I was heavily involved in music. and i was doing um pr and, and promoting artists and and doing stuff like that anyway so it came uh, to my attention in 2014 that there were artists out there that weren't getting the help and support they needed so the idea was to launch a pr company in order to help and support them in the right way and give them the best possible value for what they were paying for mm-hmm. because i felt that there were um companies out there that were supporting clients but they weren't giving them the best value and they weren't be promoted correctly So as my company launched in 2014 that's how we started and then eventually it evolved into helping businesses into um gaining visibility for their brands because I felt that businesses although there's a loads of new startups and that's great for the economy we find that they don't have a vision or plan they don't know what direction or how to go with their businesses so so the reason why I do it is because it's pure passion of mine Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad is a businessman as well. He's got his own building company here in 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 London, UK, and I've I've got multiple other businesses that I run as well. I don't just run a PR company. I've got a record label as well, and I'm a music producer as well myself. So I do other other things outside of my agency. Mm-hmm. And the reason to help is just to give back to the community, give back to the economy, and to actually support those people that need it the most. So I help primarily new startups and independent artists, rather than go to established businesses. all going to establish artists so that's the reason why I do what I do it's just a passion and then my passion has now turned into a business and I'm happy to say that it's doing very well it's doing very very well mhm and I really love the idea of that <laughs> so yeah <laughs> and also you know you mentioned somewhere very right that uh, being an independent artist and somewhere that right now i'm also a creator so i i understand where you're coming from you know the pain of the community when it exists Yeah. Also, you know, and uh, talking about one of the major pain that the whole 
creators, independent creators, independent artists is suffering from what, what, what I believe. And it's one of the things that even I have faced is, uh, you know, everyone is thinks of that content is king, content is king. And definitely it is. It's it's all about content, right? What, you're, what value are you going to give to people? What yeah. entertainment you're going to give to your audience? But when it comes to, you know, one creator, one musician, one artist, focusing on one place so much onto, you know, creating the new original ideas, being very creative, being valuable and lots of uh, other things. And on the other hand, there, there, there comes a point when you lose the focus. Okay, we have created the best thing in the world, but no one is here to see that. Yeah. Right? Like, like that's an eye-opening because you spend like whole day, 24 hours thinking about creating that part. But when it comes to the marketing part, we, we lose it. So what do you think, what, what do you suggest to the, such kind of creators, the people? Because you have been into the marketing industry industry your work yeah. to you know make them reach to the people so what thing what one thing you uh, suggest to them so my my biggest uh, thing that i notice every time i speak to clients because i do a free 30 minute consultation so my consultations are worth around about 600 dollars for every half an hour mm-hmm. so i give value i don't charge for that and every time i speak to clients they're like um they just have a, a, a vision and, the, and they don't know who they're actually promoting to or marketing to. So they need to, first of all, they need to get to know their audience, who they're marketing their brand to or their music to. So, for example, if you've got hip-hop and you're marketing it to an older generation, hip-hop may not appeal to an older generation. You need to market it to the younger generation where it's going to appeal to. So from somewhere, let's say, the 18 and above age range. And then you've got to know, really know what we call in my industry an avatar. An avatar is like a fictional character or a fictional ideal audience. So you then need to narrow down the age demographic, you to, uh, the, even the sex, like are they male or female, um, um, the ethnicity. You also need to know where they're from, their country, mm-hmm. what they do. So things like that are really important because I think what happens is artists tend to release music, but they don't know who they're marketing to. So if you don't know who you're marketing to, you can't have a laser-focused, um, targeted marketing campaign there because you're just putting it out there as a blanket market, as a as a blanket marketing campaign, and thinking mm-hmm. it's going to work. And sometimes it's like trying to hit a dart in the dark. Now, if you're trying to hit the bullseye on a dartboard, mm-hmm. a dark room, you're going to more than likely miss because you don't know where that target is. And that is the analogy that I use with all of my clients: is that you got to know your audience first, and then you got to work your brand around your audience and your your content around your audience because there's no point promoting something that is not going to work for your audience. I think mm-hmm. that's the first thing that people need to do is look at your audience and know who you're marketing to. Mm-hmm. So it's all about finding the niche and uh, be very targeted. Yeah, I think I, I think so because I think just recently actually I went to a Dilja Desange concert last Friday mm-hmm. on the 12th mm-hmm. of August. Mm-hmm. And the concert was absolutely mind-blowing. But mm-hmm. what he's done is, yes, it was an absolutely mind-blowing concert. He did a, a, another one yesterday in Birmingham. Now, the thing is, right, he has got his target audience. Now, mm-hmm. he's got his target audience, a demographic from the ages of, I would say, 18 and above. And even now, what's happened is because he's become such an international superstar that he now has a different age range. So people are older in the older generation, younger generation, even teenagers, like from the ages of 14, 15, probably following Dilja Desange, you know? Mm-hmm. And the thing is, right, once you have your target audience, 
you can then maneuver your music how you want to because then people will follow you because you've got a, you've built your audience you've built your fan base and mm. i think that is important i think um mm. if you don't know who you're marketing to you will ultimately fail as a business or as an artist makes sense makes sense and also raj when it comes to you know um exclusive marketing as you mentioned that it's all about the exclusive that expector that yeah how to stand out because when yeah. we talk about marketing there's hundreds of marketing agency i know in india but but the trust factor we we as a creators generally do not develop but because you have been in this industry and you have you have created some found uh, successful artists successful creators so what do you think what are the three secrets if you want to tell to our audience that three secrets for the exclusive marketing what it would be so what we what we primarily do is we um we try to keep you as exclusive as we can because the idea is that if you are readily available to everybody then it's going to become difficult to make money now if you look at some of the biggest creators out there some of the biggest artists out there right they actually are not that approachable to actually do let's say weddings or melas or anything like that right whereas if you look at Dilgit Dosanjh he's just done four concerts in the UK he's done four concerts in uh, in Canada he's done four concerts in Australia you see now he's done all together nine concerts right sorry no uh 4 8 12 concerts right and he's making a lot of money and that is how you become exclusive by not becoming easily reachable and don't go for every single opportunity that comes your way i think artists also need to have a structure because i think without a structure right you cannot be successful so you need to have a record label that you trust you then need to have a pr agency that can market you correctly you then mm-hmm. also need to have a manager that's going to have your best interest mm-hmm. and go out and negotiate deals for you on sponsorships mm-hmm. endorsements mm-hmm. contracts for um, record deals you know anything else to do with your business right on the business side of the industry that is what artists need to understand and i think the biggest factor here is budget you've got to have a budget if you don't spend to get a return you are not serious about your music and this is the biggest factor where i feel that artists do go a bit sideways because they feel like they can spend less and get more it doesn't work out that unfortunately because the saying is you get what you put in out so whatever you're going to put in is what you're going to get out and sometimes it takes consistency and it takes time and i think it takes patience as well i think some artists nowadays they want instant success and it doesn't work out that you need to have organic success don't go out and buy likes followers and stuff like that that will ultimately damage your brand and damage you as an artist because when a promoter approaches you and says can you bring your fan base and you say yes you turn up at the show and only two people turn up the promoter is going to say where's your fan base so you're going to ultimately get found out so i would say always be authentic organic and be true to your art as well go out and learn your art first before you promote you know develop yourself as an artist develop your brand develop your identity as a as a artist because when you're going into the music industry you're going in there to make money you're going to become a brand people are going to look up to you become a someone that looks up to you and says i want to be like that artist you know um and it's like we we speaking now about this i've got an artist actually who I'm talks with from from the bahamas she's a model and she's actually transitioning now into an artist i looked at her demo her demo's not that great so she needs development so this is where we come in now i've got a guy here in the uk who does development for artists so we're going to work together develop her package her up and then we're going to market her and get her out there 
But the thing with her is that she has this moral side of her. So she has that sex appeal as a female singer. See, so that's going to work. Um, whereas as a male artist, you've got to have that swagger. You see, that, that style, that swagger. That, that really like, works. I was about to say that. What do you think? What's, what's there? Sex appeal or talent? <laughs> I, think, I think both. I think both. Because if you look at Beyonce, uh-huh. right? Beyonce is a beautiful, beautiful woman. But she has an amazing voice and she can sing. Mm-hmm. And, sometimes, right, and sometimes you get artists, right, that use too much auto-tune. I don't like auto-tune. I absolutely hate it. It's the worst tool that you can ever use to hide your vocals, right? You need to be authentically be able to sing properly. Go and learn your art. Get on the budget and learn your art. Get on the keys. Learn the keys. Learn your art. Because you've got to learn your scales in order to sing live. Don't go and do PAs and start singing over tapes and CDs and that. That's not the way to actually perform. A true performer will sing live to the audience. And that is the way we actually promote our clients. And every client I've worked with, they have been successfully promoted through exclusive PR. And previous to that, I used to work as an account manager for other PR companies. And we have basically successfully promoted artists here in the UK. And we've worked with a couple from abroad as well. So yeah, I think that's the secret. And I think there's no set secret, if that makes sense. I think it's about each artist having a a mindset, I think is another thing. You've got to have that mindset that, okay, I've got a project here. How much am I spending on the project? Now, when I launched my project in 2012, I spent five and a half thousand pounds on it. I went way, way over budget. But there's one thing I did get out of it. I got a lot of exposure. Um, there was a, a compilation album being compiled by Universal India. And uh, there was a radio presenter here in the UK who was compiling it. They approached me and said, we want to put your track on the album. Can you give it to us? And I said, well, I want money for it. Give me £5,000 and take my album. And they go, no, it's not going to work like that. What's going to happen is you provide us your album, your single, and the video, and we will promote it globally for you. So that, unfortunately, that deal didn't happen, but it opened doors for opportunities, you see. My track was getting played in Vegas in a nightclub. Um, it was getting played in India, all over the UK. It was getting played in Europe, you know, so... It's, it just goes to show that if you have authenticity and you're real about your art and you promote yourself properly and put money behind your brand, you will get that exposure. And that exposure then should open up the door for you to go out and book shows and say, hey, look, my, my track's been played in X, Y, Z country. Then you can go like a case study to say, we can actually go out now and make money that way. I think that's the best way to go about it. I think it's a strategy and you've got to have consistency as well. I say release three tracks a year, mm-hmm. you know, and then build your brand, build your identity, build your visibility, and then go out and then release an album and then drop an album, I think. Artists go straight into an album, it's too much. People are not ready for you. They don't know who you are. The album flops, you spend a lot of money, and then it's like, oh my God, man, I'm, I'm bankrupt now. So you've got to be very, very careful on how you strategically place yourself in the industry because you're going to be up against loads of big artists, you know? So Indeed. I hope that <laughs> <laughs> and also also because you mentioned uh, about india raj so there's a yeah. thing you know in india uh, of course you're more more aware about the country so in india you might have seen you know there are lots of desi marketing also happens you know we love our reality <laughs> factor you know everything which is very flashy which is very different unique no matter valuable or not but which is very flashy and you know there's some variety factor and there is a lots of they see marketing happen what i i have seen so what do you think does it happen in uh, any other countries also like like india um do you mean like viral marketing yeah is yeah. that what you mean 
music we tend to have a lot of desi um dancers in the in the videos like a lot of punjabi dancers we have with girls wearing suits and stuff and i like to see traditional mm-hmm. videos like that because i think nowadays what's happening is we forget in our culture right mm-hmm. we're going towards the western society yes i get it we live in, in the uk we live in the states we live in canada but don't forget your culture don't forget your traditions mm-hmm. you know and one thing i liked about dude the sanjis concert was he had bhangra dancers Oh, yeah, I've seen yeah. the song. It's, it's a big hit. Oh, yeah. And he was wearing a Desi outfit. So he was wearing that. But in terms of the promotion side of it, um, when you say Desi marketing, like, what do you mean in terms of Desi marketing? I've never heard that before. Yes, when I say Desi marketing, the viral factor is there, you know. That's that's what I mean. When I say Desi, like people, something, it's not need to, like someone need to spend lots of money. It's all about the relativity factor. I think that's... Um, probably saying that does that does happen mm. but i think what do you get after that happens what are you going to do after you've gone viral what is your mm. next step you see so although you're going viral right you got to understand that what is the next step that you're going to do and i think a lot of artists don't know so mm. viral marketing is going to only happen if you've got a good product and i think if you've got a good fan base i think if you're a new artist you got to build on consistency first in order to get that viral marketing uh, as you call oh, it oh yes i agree Yeah. So because I'm launching my next single now, um it's going to be nearly after 10 years. Um mm-hmm. and my last single came out in 2012 in August 2012, right? So I'm relaunching myself as an artist and I've got a reggae Punjabi song that I'm that I'm launching probably next year now under my own independent label. But the mm-hmm. thing is the marketing itself is going to have to be different now because the industry's moved on from 10 years ago. You see, yeah. it's very online focused now, very social media focused. Mm-hmm. So I've got to think about a strategy now, how I'm going to be promoting my new single. And here on going forward, mm-hmm. it's the same thing for artists now. And I know that there's a lot of um, interest in um, non-fungible tokens, NFTs. So mm-hmm. NFTs is what we're going to start introducing as part of our record label. And we're going to start basically providing... that part of the service to the artist right where they will be able to make some money as well through the label so we could talk about that later if you like but um that's just my answer to your question about this marketing yeah makes you do sense. get it yeah but um makes sense it's only for the consistent artists though it's only mm. for the consistent ones. the new ones kind of struggle a bit because they leave too much of a gap and then they're not consistently releasing mm. enough music i think that's what happens indeed and at this point i really uh loved when you made this point you know when you said that consistency is the factor even variety happens once when the person is become that kind of uh, that has gained that kind of greatness in his art so it's like that after before that one variety it's like 10 years 10 consistent year 5 years whatever the time had happened yeah, so, yeah. all right
Yes. So it's, for example, like, like with me, Priya, now, I should have launched my next single after mm-hmm. I released it in 2012, six months after, mm-hmm. right, after my first release, or three months after my, my first release. And my release came out in August, so September, October, November, December, November, December time, or the following year in 2013 should have been my next release. But it never happened because life takes over. You have issues in the background with your with your music. You know, there's certain things that happen, right? And then you just lose focus and then life happens and you... And then mm-hmm. time goes fast, and now it's been 10 years. So for mm-hmm. me now, what I'm going to have to do is re- I've got so much content. I've got so many tracks I want to release. I've got a Punjabi rock song as well that I've done that I want to release, you see. And this is going to be released globally to the UK and India, market, Canada, America, Australia, Europe. It's okay, going to be released before- before the interview, even I was not aware that you're an artist. Come on. It's <laughs> yes. a subject then. <laughs> <laughs> there, are some things that, there are some things that I don't talk about too much because I like to keep it under wraps. I don't like to deviate too much away from um, mm-hmm. the conversations. But yeah, I mean, I do a lot. I do. I'm a tour player as well. I'm a DJ as well. I'm a trained tour player. I, I learned how to DJ. I learned how to produce music. So um, mm-hmm. I, I, I do a lot. And it's all connected to my agency anyway. So now I am excited. Okay, so we first <laughs> <ask> discussion ready. <laughs> so okay, let's let's make it more light, and I'll ask a few quick questions. So it, it kind of no you just have to be very quick and um, very crisp with the answer. It can be a one liner or one word, right? It can. Okay. So, so the best marketing campaign. Uh, you have ever seen it can be from you or from any other brand one best marketing campaign just tour which one the the Dilgit Assange tour oh I love it man. very good very good very good campaign they're doing very good indeed and uh, one business you appreciate a lot one brand or business you appreciate a lot you think that business is like killing in the marketing um, I would I would say McDonald's. <laughs> and even they promote something negatively, it turns out to be positive. I don't know how. Yes, it does. And, and this is and this is the thing. This is the whole thing about PR. Anything yeah. that goes negative that's positive. You see, so I would say McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. I love the burgers though. <laughs> oh, they're yummy, aren't they? <laughs> and uh, one creator, one creator you appreciate a lot. One creators that the content you uh, appreciate a lot. Um, creator wise, I would say uh, I'm a big, big fan of a singer. Um, his name's um, Ami Vark. He's from oh, Punjab. Yeah, yeah. He's a very, very good singer, and I like the producers that he works with because their their music is very different. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm a, I'm a massive fan of uh, Ami Vark. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a number one fan of Dilje, but if mm-hmm. I had to choose another artist, it'd have to be Ami Virk. Yeah. Okay. Worst marketing campaign that you've ever seen, and it's like, again, blew your mind, but uh, the way. Ah, okay. The worst marketing campaign, I would say, it's a client that approached me. I don't want to name. Um, they had a really low budget, 50p an hour budget, mm-hmm. and they wanted me to do a full marketing campaign. So I would say, I had a personal experience. So one of my, I'm not going to say clients, but it's a client that approached me. That's the worst marketing campaign, or should I say the marketing attitude he had. And if a creator or artist want to grow organically, one advice mm-hmm. that you would love? Know your audience. Mm-hmm. Know your niche, know your audience. Yeah. 
That's it. And there's one more and last thing that I always love to ask my guests. So, Raj, what is the one trend that you would love to see more evolving in the new world, or I should say, one trend that you would like to see more embraced? Um, I would like to see a lot more of um, community building and mm-hmm. networking. I think because I think although there's a lot of technology coming out, there's a lot of uh, marketing strategies, and there's a lot of platforms like you've got Facebook, you've got Instagram, you've got all these social media platforms, right? Apart from that, I think we need to have a lot of community building and we need to have a trend of networking, more networking opportunities, I think, because Clubhouse is fantastic. And there's another one called Green Room and that Twitter Spaces has come along for mm-hmm. actually networking with people. But I think we need to find opportunities to network in person, have that mm-hmm. person-to-person. But also, I think we need to find opportunities to um, help each other as well, I think, because I think mm-hmm. people get too competitive in the industry where I don't want to help them because they can take business away from me, right? Rather than thinking that way, I think we need to have a community of like people that help each other and help each other's businesses to thrive rather than thinking they're competition. So I think we need to have that um, going forward, I think. And I think going into 2023, we will, I think, because there's a lot of talk about NFTs, there's a lot of talk about the metaverse, and I think that's going to really change how we how, how we go forward now into 2023 and beyond, I think. Mm, I, I love that. Uh, uh, thank you for mentioning this word. I do not use very often when you say com- community, you know, whether it's a conversation with the creator or someone that everyone is talking about more followers, more, you know, audience, more fans, more monetization and stuff. But when it comes to community, no one, you know, step up. Yeah. And when, when I started Trending Diary, one of the many, many reasons, you know, doing <laughs> create a community of the people who, you know, who can learn each other from each other's story. So it's all about yeah. every life is a lesson and we can learn from that. So Absolutely. it comes to business and, and, you know, even personal life, it's all about how you are helping each other and embracing each other to, you know, grow and something like that. Yeah. So thank you Absolutely. for this word. I think not lots of creators do not, or maybe artists, I don't know, do not talk about this. Where is the community? Yeah. The passion. Yeah, I mean, I'm Priya, to be honest, right, I'm very, very passionate about, about this subject and my business. And the reason mm. is because, I, this is like a story for another time, but I've got a story where my father lost everything um, mm. and then he regained and rebuilt his life. And then we are now where we are today and I've got a successful business. So it's like a rags to riches kind of story. Maybe we can have a personal chat about that next time and we could do another podcast. Definitely. But, you know, but it's like, it's just to show determination and how people can have a mindset to be positive and um, always have affirmations, you know, always affirmate what you want and just like be positive. I think this world is full of hate. Have some good. Please be positive. Have some mm-hmm. good, you know, do some good and you will see good. I think. Any any affirmation that you repeat daily to yourself? Any affirmation? Um. I just, I just say to myself, I'm thankful for today. Ah. Because, yes. Because getting up every day is another breath to live. And every day I get up, I'm thankful to God and I'm thankful to the universe for making opportunities come my way. And I am thankful to you for being on the <laughs> So much, Raj. It was lovely having you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Priya. I really appreciate that. And I am excited for your new album. <laughs> and these things coming out soon yeah I'll sure. definitely let you know I'll definitely Def- let you know when it's out definitely. definitely okay thank you so much Raj it was great great having you thank you so much take care bye bye
beautiful people thank you so much for listening i hope you get some value today and if you have some idea concept or story to share do dm us at the instagram page of trending diary we are all yours and don't forget to follow us back and leave some kind reviews or apple itunes and we'll see you soon in the next episode till then stay tuned and god bless us all